We headed to the home stretch in quarter number four on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back in. It's quarter number four of this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show. Dustin Hawkinsmith back here in the Labatt Blue studio. Labatt Blue and Labatt Blue Light. Bleed blue and white. Drink blue and light. Jacob Ferriott from the Daily Collegian joins us now to talk Penn State wrestling and where winter sports, specifically wrestling and Penn State's storied program, where it fits into all this discussion, um, the the sports calendar on some kind of indefinite hiatus here. It has impacted the NCAA basketball tournament. March Madness is on hold. That's where it really hit home for a lot of people. But also the NCAA wrestling championships were, um, were canceled as well. And we had a lot of athletes on that front really good ones from Penn State for example whose seasons and in some cases careers were in, were, were cut short as a result so Jake would I, I wanted to hear your experience not even necessarily just as a reporter covering Penn State's wrestling program but as a person as a student how did this all develop for you last week because it was one of the longest weeks of my life I know that yeah no for sure I mean you know, we were on spring break. Our spring break technically ended, you know, I guess Sunday. Um, but, you know, we found out in the middle of the week on, I think it was Wednesday or Thursday that Penn State was making the decision to hold classes online starting uh, today, you know, Monday, uh, March 16th until at least April 6th, I think. Um, and from there we were like, okay, so, you know, what is that going to mean for us? You know, what are our professors going to do? What are our classes going to be like? And, you know, I'm lucky that a lot of my classes are easy to, you know, transition to online, but for other students, you know, they don't have that privilege or for students who were studying abroad, you know, they have to come back and, you know, reacclimate and things like that. So I think it's just sort of been a whole learning curve for a lot of people and just a lot of, learning on the fly, you know, figuring things out. I mean, like you said, you know, last week was one of the longest weeks. I mean, it seemed like every hour of every day, there was just a new news story that was breaking, whether it was in the sports world or political world or whatever it might've been. And it's just so bombarded with all of these new stories that it just, the days sort of all morph into one. I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, We've used the the term surreal um, quite a bit. Uh, what are your thoughts? And it, it wasn't cut and dry, black and white immediately in a lot of cases, you know, with the NCAA championships and that kind of stuff. It was really one layer at a time where it's saying, okay, this tournament is postponed. They might do this with no fans. They might do NCAA wrestling with no fans. And you're thinking, okay, who who had plans in Minneapolis, who booked hotels, who booked flights. You know, you think about all the carnage that can come from that and the idea of wrestling in this giant venue with zero fans in the stands. You're uh, I'm trying to wrap my head around that idea. And then it progresses to a point where they're not having this thing at all. What was that progression like from your observational standpoint, getting to where they were, were ultimately um, just calling the whole thing off? Yeah, I mean, I I remember, you know, I'm pretty sure, you know, the first like big announcement of sort of that cycle was the NBA announcing that they were going to put the season on hiatus. And then, 
you know, the day after the Big Ten tournament said, okay, we're going to play the tournament without fans. And then they played maybe a game or two of that tournament. And then they decided to cancel the whole thing. And then you saw, you know, schools like Kansas and Duke and Arizona State limiting, you know, athletic travel. And then individually conferences were canceling tournaments, especially at the basketball level. I mean, the ACC, the Big Ten, the Big East, you know, um, the SEC. And so I think, you know, as you looked at those dominoes start to fall, it was sort of inevitable that the conferences were forcing the NCAA's hand and not the other way around. And I think that, you know, there was maybe a willingness to hold some of these events without fans. But I think at the end of the day, the calculation was just that even that was too big of a risk that there's no need to put people under. And I mean, you know, I remember when I think the brackets for NCAAs came out last week. I mean, you know, obviously Penn State, you know, Mark Hall was a one seed, you know, uh, I think Nick Lee was a two seed, Aaron Brooks was a three seed, Vincenzo was a one or a two seed. So, you know, you you see these brackets and you think, okay, you know, the tournament is, you know, a week or less than a week out and the brackets are coming. So, you know, clearly the tournament's going to happen if they're putting their brackets. And then the next day, uh, Mark Emmert announces that all winter and spring championships are canceled. And I think that that was obviously, you know, that was the nail in the coffin, so to speak. But I just think the progression leading up to it, I mean, I'm not surprised that that's what happened. But on some level, it is just, like you said, so surreal because it's so unprecedented and we've never seen anything like it that it was hard to process at the time. Uh, it's still hard to process now, and it's going to be an, a constantly changing and evolving thing. And, you know, when, when you get to a place where you're able to start processing it, you know, I don't know, my, my mind kind of immediately goes to less about where was Penn State going to be in the team race and, you know, what's, the, but I, I'm more thinking about the seniors in this. And you're thinking about Mark Hall and Vincenzo Joseph taking one more swing at a national title that they're ultimately not going to get. What are your thoughts on just those guys? And, and, and it's just, it's more than just wrestlers. It's all, all winter athletes. And um, I know the NCAA is discussing uh, eligibility stuff for the spring and maybe in some cases the winter, but it, I, I have to imagine at this point, it'd be hard to believe that these guys will be back um, again anyway, but yeah. to, to, ha- to have their seasons cut short um, the way that they were um, and, and what that's got to be like for them. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, you know, just quickly on the eligibility front, I mean, it's tough because there are a lot of variables at play, you know, do you, especially from a wrestling perspective where scholarships are so limited, you know, do you say, okay, only the seniors get their eligibility back because they're the ones that were the most adversely affected. You know, is it, you only give it for the 330 NCAA qualifiers who missed out. So, you know, I don't know if there's an easy answer and I don't know if there's one that once a decision is reached, if it'll make anybody, happy but so i I, you know i think that that's a tough issue to tackle but when it comes to you know talking about guys like mark hall vincenzo joseph you know shakur rashid you know i've talked to some other people you know former penn state coaches former penn state wrestlers and the interesting thing is that you know it's sort of a blessing and a curse that so many great wrestlers have walked through the penn state wrestling room over the years i mean you know just in the last decade having guys like frank molinaro quentin wright ed ruth david taylor you know bo nickel jason nolf zane rutherford 
that, you know, guys might forget about Mark Hall and Vincenzo Joseph, and yet they're the only two wrestlers in program history to win national championships as freshmen. You know, Mark Hall is, he was slated to come into the NCAA tournament as the three-time reigning Big Ten champion at 174 pounds. You know, Vincenzo Joseph was looking, you know, finally to get back on that mountaintop and win an NCAA title after, you know, not winning it since his freshman year. You know, a guy like Shaq was looking to say, you know, I'm going to go out with a bang. You know, my junior year wasn't what I wanted. I came back. I knew I was coming back. So I'm going to make it worth my while. And, you know, now it looks like those guys might not get a chance to do that. And talking about, you know, where Penn State stood in the team race, I mean, you know, I, I think it's tough to say because Iowa put up 157 and a half points and that was just at the Big Ten tournament. But, you know, like we've talked about, you know, week after week, there's just something that Kale is able to get out of these guys where when it comes to the NCAA tournament and these top moments, these guys rise to the occasion and shine. And, you know, this will be the season of, well, we'll never know what was going to happen in, you know, the down year that Penn State had. Yeah, and I've seen the conversation shift in that direction to say that, well, Penn State didn't technically lose their national title. They, they, they will still be the reigning uh, national champion. Nobody, nobody can prove otherwise that they weren't going to, um, and you know, which is a whole different thing for Iowa and what they were geared up and, and what they were able to build to, to get done. And, you know, you think about, um, you know, on, on Ohio State's team, for example, a guy like Luke Pletcher and Colin Moore who, you know, have built – a career leading to this point, you know, their, their best shot at, at winning a national title. And uh, even guys who are able to come back, the amount of work and sacrifice and blood, sweat and tears. And I know wrestling is just another sport, but it's, you know, you and I know how different wrestling is and the, the, the type of investment that's made, you know, you feel for basketball players who go through practice every day and, and all that. Uh, but wrestlers are going through practice. They are gutting it out when it comes to making weight. They're not only practicing and working on their technique and skill, they are getting beat up every single day, all with the goal of peaking at the right time. And then the right time comes and the rug is just swept out from underneath them. You know, I think wrestling is a whole different kind of things and a whole different way to feel for these guys who aren't getting that chance. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, like you said, you know, wrestlers are sort of a different breed. And that's not to take anything away from any of the other athletes. I mean, you know, hell, Lamar Stevens was, what, seven points away from becoming Penn State's all-time leading scorer. And now he doesn't get that chance. And so it's like you just feel for these athletes. And, you know, especially because they're not professionals, you know, they can't sit out a season and say, I'm going to be okay, you know. A lot of these guys need to be doing this. A lot of these guys don't have, you know, guys, meaning athletes collectively, not just, you know, male athletes, but they don't have another outlet. They don't have anything else. And so, you know, for them to not have these opportunities and they're not getting paid and things like that, you know, it just makes it sting that much more. And, you know, on the front of, you know, Iowa and Ohio State and guys like that retooling, I think. That is one thing that I think Penn State can look at and feel pretty good about is the fact that guys like RBY, Nick Lee, Aaron Brooks, you know, Jared McLaren are all coming back. Plus having, you know, uh, Joe Lee, Adam Busiello, Michael Beard, Carter Storaki, guys that are in the room that have put up results, you know, so I, I think 
in a way it'll be interesting because it's giving those guys, you know, it's sort of thrusting them into the fire right away and maybe more quickly than they would have been otherwise. Yeah, I think that's something that Penn State does have going forward is that they can retool. And and what about that? You know, what about the nucleus moving forward? You got about forty five seconds. Um, how, how good yeah. can this group be? I mean, I, I I think you know that the nucleus is going to be sort of those three guys that I mentioned off the bat. You know, Roman Bravo Young, he's going to be a junior. Nick Lee's going to be a senior. Aaron Brooks is only going to be a sophomore. And you know, those three guys, especially at the Big Ten tournament, showed glimpses of what they're capable of and you know especially i think nick lee and aaron brooks i think that those are going to be you know the two sort of hammers that penn state is going to come to rely on next year and then beyond that you know a couple of years down the line with aaron brooks it's jacob ferrier from the daily collegian helping us make sense of penn state wrestling ncaa wrestling and and this uncertain time in our world uncertain time in the sporting world as well we're going to continue bringing that to you on the keystone kickoff show that's it for this edition though you can be sure to check us out keystonesportsnetwork.com and download the keystone sports app we'll see you next time this is where the temperatures are unkind this is where water freezes in the blink of an eye this is where the wind bites harder than a mid-ice cross-check. This is where the beer is always on ice. This is Labatt Hockey, played the way Mother Nature intended. Labatt Blue is proud to support pond hockey and all the hardy souls that like to play it cool. This is Labatt Hockey. Beer, Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Life gets complicated, and it only gets more complicated when things change which is why AAA insurance agents take the time to talk with you so that they can help you choose the best auto and home coverage. Don't put off getting protected. Let AAA help cover what you care about. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA insurance agent or visit AAA.com to learn more about AAA. The sports world has been put on hold, including the blue-white spring game. This is as disappointing at GoPSURV.com as it is to all of you. If you made GoPSURV reservations for the spring game, contact Mark at 800-519-8467. And for those who have entered the free RV raffle through the KSN app, GoPSURV has announced that they will offer an RV for their first regular season game. If you've already entered, your entry will go towards that raffle. We look forward to seeing you in the fall.